welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. I'm excited. We have a super special guest today. And no, it's not a female. It's another man. I'm so pumped. You are going to love Antoine Araldi, and he helps entrepreneurs become best-selling authors so they can earn quality leads, get media attention, and do it faster more than ever before. So I love this because he's actually helping me become an author this year. And so if you are wanting to become an author and you want to become a best-selling author so you can speak on stages, have more leads, etc. I mean, he's going to talk all about it. I'm not selling for him. But regardless, he's really freaking awesome. And if you know you're meant to write a book, then now's the time. So we're going to dive into this episode. He's going to give you some juicy, juicy tips. We're going to talk about some really good stuff. And then We'll just get into it. Let's just get started. Awesome. Yay. Well, welcome back to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. I'm super excited because we have another man on the podcast. Um, I'm so excited to introduce you to Antoine Araldi. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you're here. Why don't you just come on, introduce yourself, and tell us how you got to where you are today? Yeah, for sure. So my name is Antoine Araldi. I have a a book agency. So basically we help entrepreneurs become published authors and we do it in 90 days. So we have a system that's put in place to help them become published authors in 90 days, whether that's through the form of collaborative books or a book of their own. Yeah. So like, let's backtrack to like pre-business life. Like how did you even get started with this or what did your life look like before this and everything too? Yeah, for sure. So if we back that if we backtrack to 2014, mm-hmm. I was working at Walmart for a summer job and you know just pushing carts and you know student kind of jobs and things like that. Yeah. So I was I basically registered for a university, but I hadn't moved yet, and so I was planning to move outside of my own city for school. And so basically from there, my first plan was to become a teacher. And so mm. I didn't really become a teacher, but I, I, I do, I do some teachings for my clients and I still do coaching and all that yeah. stuff. So, you know, it still applies, but that was my original oh, goal like, to become a teacher. Um, like even before that, like before even going to university, I had tried, I was tried different colleges and tried different directions, such as like art school, um, mm-hmm. 3d animation, just a lot mm-hmm. of different things that people might not be aware of. Yeah. That was like a good, like a good chunk, like a good four to five years of trying different things and, you know, trying to find my way in life and just like anyone else. Who right. Is, Absolutely. What they want to do. 
it doesn't come that quickly sometimes. <laughs> I know I had a few friends that um, in school, they were like, they just like tried a bunch of majors. And I was like, you guys are going to be in school forever. <laughs> But they just kept like, oh, I don't like this. Oh, I don't like that either. I don't like that either. So I'm sure so many people can relate to that as well. Yeah, for sure. And so basically what happened is that I wanted to become a teacher and you had to have a certain percentage of grades to get there. So I started yeah. as a part-time student. I tried getting the grades there. I got the, I got the grades there once, but I had to wait a whole year before getting into the program. So each semester had to have a certain percentage. And so I didn't get the percentage again the semester after. And so I was at a crossroads where I'm just like saying, do I keep being a part-time student and just take three courses and try to get the grades up or do I try to do something else? Mm. I had taken two English electives and the grades were pretty high. Those were the, the highest grades. And I said, well, those classes were fun. I might as well just go down that route and see what happens from there. So it wasn't like no set plan or anything like that. It was just that I was looking at the curriculum and saying like, I still need to like I moved. So I was just like, I'm not moving back home. That's for sure. And I was just like, I'm going to get a degree and do this kind of thing. Mm, cool. So wait, what is your actual degree in at this point? Yeah. So well, my degree, it was English media oh, okay. and cultural studies. Cool. Okay. I was like, wait, we talked about art. We talked about all these Very different things. I was like, wait, what do you have a degree in? That's so fun. Okay. So after graduating, then what, what happened? Did you just start this business right away? Or how did you even think about starting a business? Yeah, for sure. So basically what happened, um, a little before like my last year of university, I had an, a free, I, I went for an internship. So mm. I just like mess like emailed, like all these communications firms and hope that one would answer. And mm. so I got one to answer and to say yes. So basically I was working for an entrepreneur and so she, she was all doing her business in French. So I live in a, in a French area. And so she didn't have someone to do her content in English. So I was translating her content sometimes. Sometimes I was doing some of her client work all for free. It was a free internship. And right. so I was learning a lot about business. And I was just like, oh, this is really cool. Like we don't learn this in school kind of thing. Yeah. Right? So she's the first person that introduced me to webinars uh, medium yeah. blogging platform websites and all that stuff and like I got really excited about that because I was like I always wanted to do something that was not only writing but also maybe like marketing and things like that that I didn't really get from school I had taken like marketing electives an entrepreneurship elective kind of here and there but it really just scratches the surface compared to working with someone that's doing it in real time so that was like the, the main difference because at liberal arts school, you don't necessarily get your, your feet wet in the industries. You learn right. a lot of theories and you're like, okay, well, this is good, but like what happens next kind of thing, right? Wow. And I was someone that wanted to be doing more than just learning theory. Yeah. So I was kind of like the student that didn't really enjoy the lectures and things like that because it was very like like learning things about like movies and just like novels and things like that, which was just like, okay. And I'm like, what do you do with that? Right. Mm -hmm. So when I got the internship, that's where I learned more about like, okay, this is really interesting. And even at one point I asked her, I'm like, what can I do to become an entrepreneur? I'm like, what can I do to have a business? And she's just like, well, you know, you would have to have your clients and do this and do that. So she's probably the first person that, you know, um, I had as a mentor. Right. I didn't have any mentors before that. And I was just like, 
you know, teachers and things like that too. But um, yeah, the real life like experience and things like that, that got me interested. And once I started, like once I ended the internship, she actually paid me to do other work for her while I was still in school. So I was interested, like I was still doing some work on the side. So once I was done with classes, I got to do some work for her from time to time when she had emergencies. And after that, I started learning more about like copywriting and just like wanting to learn, like, how do you monetize writing? I'm like, mm-hmm. why are we, like, why are we so many people in this program? And it's, it, it's been um, quoted as one of the best programs of the university. And so I was always going back to the Dean's office and asking like, what can I do once I'm done with this? Like wow. what, is, what is out there? And basically it took me a lot of, of, you know, searching and all that because once I was done university, I moved back to my hometown with my girlfriend. And so we lived in a small apartment and I was trying to find like a, a day job, but I got, I got two day jobs. And as soon as I got one of them, I got fired very quickly. So oh, no. <laughs> yeah. what happened is that I went in disguise though, you yes. know, like absolutely. <laughs> so basically what happened is I had this day job for like two weeks. I was a translator for them. Uh-huh. And basically what happened is that they're just, they just asked like, okay, well, when can you start? And I started like the day after. And what happened is that not long after I had a, I had a, a business trip set up with my cousin and we were going to Vegas. So it was for uh, the Thrive Make Money Matter event. It's, uh, it's by Cole Hatter. And so everything was already bought. It took me a long time to pay for like, tickets and all that stuff. I had to like pay my cousin back for all that stuff. And so I couldn't cancel it and I didn't even mention it to the job. So I was just like, it was a Saturday or Friday or something. And so this was like a part-time job as well. Right, where like certain hours, and you can do whatever you want afterwards, kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Hours, yeah. and so I was gone, and they emailed me. They're like, "Oh, we have last minute work. You need to do this right now." And I was, and I was just like, "Oh, I can't do this." Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's all a blessing in disguise, and it's all a stepping stone into exactly where you're meant to be right now. You know, like think about if you would have kept that job, if that job would have been like the thing that you moved up in and you wouldn't even have a business today. Well, the thing with, the thing with that job is there was no like a uh, growth opportunities. What it was is sure. a contract work. So it was six months, six months of contract and you're out. So you find other work. And yeah, like yeah, absolutely. Let's like dive more into your business, so, but that's a great stepping stone, right? Yeah. So, okay. So then that's really where the foundation laid. You had these little, um, like mustard seeds, these little seeds that planted into your brain over and over and over again about maybe entrepreneurship is for me, maybe entrepreneurship is for me. And so, yeah, let's fast forward to when you actually decided to start this business. Yeah, for sure. So right before the business, I was just freelance. I was a freelancer and that's how I was making some money and things like that. And so afterwards I decided to incorporate the business and that's where I started taking, you know, more like mentorship programs, uh, consulting yeah. programs, and like learning more how to build a business. So instead of just being the person that writes, that was what I was doing, as you can see okay. before, yeah. I was learning about like, how do you build a system that you can actually help more people faster and still be involved with writing, but you're not the only person that is writing for others. Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. Okay, so let's talk about people who feel like they want to write a book, but they just have no idea where to even begin. 
And like the fact that they might be thinking, oh my gosh, you just told me we can write a book together in three months. Like that sounds insane. So for someone who's like, okay, I know I want to write a book. I know I want to be a published author. I don't even know where to start. Like what advice would you have for them? Yeah, for sure. So I usually start on calls and I, I talk with them about like focusing on one topic because sometimes people who want to write a book, they might be scatterbrained and have like all these different ideas right, right. And to narrow down on a specific idea because the book industry, it, how it works is that books are very niche down. So every single book, nonfiction book, so to say, is that it is very like solving one problem and it's just a lot of solutions in the book about how to solve that specific mm, problem. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because it's like we, I think often, I mean, a lot of us, right, we, we consume books, we read books, but we don't often think about it as the person who is, you know, almost as research as the person who writes books. But you're so right. Now that you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, like it solves the main problem, but there's different ways yeah. to do that. So the, like a good way to, a good way to do it is that if you're a coach, you can use your coaching practice for the book. Basically everything you coach your clients on could definitely be back in the book, but it's just, instead of being for one specific client, it's for the specific reader. So it still applies to the reader. You sometimes have to generalize about where they're at, but you actually put things in practice so they can learn more about how you can help them. And you're helping them every single way because the book has a lot of length to it. And so it also helps them make a better decision if they also want to work with you in the future because they've already connected with you on a personal level. A book is probably the only product that exists out there that they can actually bring it back home with them or Mm -hmm. they can read it in the room. So it is kind of very intimate, uh, intimate product if you even think about it. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, we, we take it on vacation with us. We, you know, read it in our bed. We go to the couch, you know, you could read it on the subway train. Like, you know, that, that is really interesting. Or even, I mean, if we think about audiobooks, right, you know, it's like the fact that someone's, you know, it's, it's, it's so intimate that someone's like speaking to you privately, you know? And so, um, I love this. So like, if someone's like, okay, but I'm scared. I'm fearful. Like, I don't, you know, I just don't even know what to do. Like, do you believe that everyone who has an inkling of writing a book should write a book? Or is there a way to differentiate? Like if maybe something else is a better avenue than writing a book and becoming an author? So it it depends on your goals. So for example, if you want to share your message with more people faster Mm -hmm. and you want to multiply your presence with your story and for your business, Definitely a book is really the fastest way of doing it, but we we're on a podcast right now. And so you want to do it through a podcast. You have to re-record a new episode like every now and then to become relevant again. What happens with the book, it's it's evergreen content so Mm. that it can actually travel faster and the information is being delivered without having you to rewrite the same book over and Uh, over. Right. Yeah. Okay. So basically like everyone who has this little inkling of, I want to write a book, they are completely 100% qualified to do so. Like they are like, they, that, that's there on purpose. So they, they, they it, you would encourage them to, to write this because of the fact that it's going to live on forever and it's yeah. constantly going to be there. Um, so what have you been able to achieve and what have some of your clients been able to achieve by becoming a author, maybe even a best-selling author? Yeah, for sure. So my first book wasn't a best-selling book, but what my first book did, because I'll show it to you, and this yeah. is the book that I ever wrote. And so I actually, I actually wrote this in 
my final year of university. So this was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so basically even with this book alone, I was mm -hmm. able to get a speaking engagement and get on the same stage as seven figure earners in Montreal. And this mm. is not, it's not to brag or anything, but I didn't have much qualifications other than a book, to be honest. Mm. I was a, like, I was doing freelance writing and things like right. that, but I didn't have a built like a business with employees and like contractors yet. I was just starting out and basically I had a book and mm. I got on the phone with the organizer of the event. And basically I went from be, being a speaker at the event. And before that I, I didn't have any other speaking engagements. I didn't have any like speaking certificates. Really? Or wow. So you didn't have any other experience um, speaking on stages before? No. No. Wow. That's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. So that was, that was probably the, the most exciting thing that I did yeah. with, with, with the book. I got on podcasts easily. So it was just like right. faster, a faster way to let people know that you can actually leverage a book to your advantage. Yeah. Do you have any like really fun um, client wins that you know? I know your, your goal is to help them like write the book, but have you been able to check in and say like, Hey, what kind of awesome things have happened since being an author? Yeah, for sure. So we've had one recently where it was, one of a co-author from our, our last collaborative book and mm -hmm. she actually went from sharing her story and she was very like, um, she always wanted to write about herself and write about her business, write about her work, but she never really wanted to take the leap. And so mm -hmm. by giving her the opportunity, she's been able to co-author in the book. And then she's also been able to start writing her own book based on her chapter that she wrote for the book. So That's she so cool. into becoming a full, you know, full length book. Just really oh, cool. I know that's such a fun idea. I'm like, I'm so excited, right? You guys keep your eye out because baby girl over here, this Brooke Allison right here is about to be a published author too. So super excited. Okay. That's so fun. Um, I love this. So what is like, what do you think are like the three main benefits of writing your own book, especially for entrepreneurs? Yeah, for sure. So like I said before, it's the, it's the evergreen piece of content. So, right. Like in this, like where we're at right now in the digital world is that yeah. we have to post frequently. We have to be on video, on podcast. We have to be everywhere at the same time. And sometimes it can be a little draining. It can drain your energy. Mm -hmm. If you have to write a new Facebook post every day or a new blog article, mm -hmm. so like basically what the book does is that you can actually do it once, like do everything once. Basically it's a, the time investment is your, is basically like I said, the time and some money, and after that, you're good to go. Because after that, what happens is with self-publishing now, it gets printed on demand. So as soon as someone orders it, you don't have to ship it out yourself. It gets shipped out by Amazon. Thank God for Amazon. What would we do without? <laughs> that's so cool, though. Okay, so that's one really good thing. I think that is really cool. So, I mean, on a side note to that, I don't want to go away from the first question. But on a side note to that, um, you know, and I, I know I say this, but, and I still read books. My mom still reads books. But because it is becoming a digital age, do you think it's going to be something that dies eventually? Or do you think it's still going to be something that continues forever? So I, I believe it's going to, it's going to be there forever. Like the only thing that's dying is like a print in newspapers and things like right, that because right. you need a lot of funding and with books, you're basically funding the book yourself or yeah. you're having companies fund, like if they want to sign you as a, a, a published author, right. they're going to be the ones funding you. So it's different, but basically like print for newspapers, obviously that's obviously like one day right. slowly going to go away. But for this, it's not like a news outlet. Basically, the information 
is good enough to be there for a long time. And people still use books in universities. So people still use books to create essays. So right. Yeah. Always used. And it's not something that would fade away very quickly. Yeah, I'm so with you. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on it. So, okay. So one, it's evergreen forever. Your content will always be out there. You know, word of mouth, like people will be like, oh my God, have you read this book yet? It's just like another platform. What are two other ways um, or two other like really awesome things that you think someone could achieve or what they could gain from with writing a book? Yeah, for sure. So once again, it goes back to their goals. So even like if I should, I'm going to show the two last ones, but depending on what their goals are with the book, that's, it's going to depend on what they want to do once the book is published. Mm. But the second one would be speaking engagements. So mm. if you want to get easier, like access to the speaking circuit and actually get paid to speak, obviously the person that has a published book becomes more knowledgeable and more noteworthy than the one that doesn't have a book, but they have the exact same topic. So they're competing for the mm. same spot. Mm. One has more credentials, one has less even if they have the same speaking, um, you know, they've done the same speaking gigs and all that, one with the book gets chosen just because they have more to offer to the audience. Mm, cool. Okay, I've seen this multiple sense. times at events where everyone's like, oh, well, I have a published book, I've done this, and they, t like, they share what they've done on stage. Yeah. And so that's basically why they get chosen in the first place because they've done so much. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, cool. So if people want to, you know, get into the media and on stages and all of the platforms and stuff, like it just kind of gives you like a leg up, like a, hey, look at me. I did this cool thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. One more. Give us one more. Yeah. So the last one is, uh, is for your business. So if you want to grow your business faster, basically what you can do is actually, basically you can have a freebie or you can give the book away plus shipping. So basically you make them opt in. So they become a client of yours because yeah. they have to go shipping. And so you collect their contact information, business information. And so you can actually get them faster as another client because once they make a transaction like with you first, it's easier to get them to make a transaction after uh, opposed to if you're just trying to sell something high ticket right away where yeah. they might not become a repeat client or it might be a little harder for them depending on how the experience was. But if they start very low with a book, and like I said, like a book is something they bring everywhere with them. Yeah. So it becomes very personal more than if you're selling something more high ticket right away. So you're by selling something high ticket right away, you're sometimes removing the personal aspect to it. But by just them having the book, they bring the book everywhere with them. So like, even if they go out, like out for lunch, they'll be like, oh, I just read this amazing book. I'll show it to you. Mm -hmm. So different than if they buy a coaching program, they might not necessarily share that with everyone. Yeah, it's fascinating. But I love that. I mean, a lead, it's like a lead generation, you know, for you almost automatically with selling it and promoting it too. This is so fun. Okay, so like personal wise. All right. So um, let's dive into like, honestly, like this podcast really is all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. Can you tell us about a time that you had to overcome an obstacle, but when you overcame that, you just felt so victorious? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it could be as easy as, you know, basically like when you start a business, you have almost no clue of what to do. Like sometimes that how you felt. Yeah, that's how I felt yeah. because what happens is information overload where uh, like if one business owner is doing something and like so many people are selling things right now, you don't know what you really need. Right. 
And yeah. so you have one person saying, well, you should become a public speaker. You're going to be doing this and doing that, or you should be building a website or you should be mm-hmm. building your email list or you should be on Facebook promoting your business. Right. So there's all these different opinions mm-hmm. and you try to figure out and you're trying to filter out like what's right, what's wrong. Like, who has the right solution kind of thing you're kind of like lost you have like question marks everywhere and you're trying to figure this out yeah. and you're like okay and then that like what i did to overcome that is i invested in the program because i was at the point where i was like okay well i've done freelance writing and i'm trying to build a business which is going to be much right. different than just writing for others right so basically what it was is the program called consulting accelerator by sam ovens and so that program really just starts at the very foundation about, you know, how to set, how to set up a business account, how to, you know, incorporate a business or LLC. Right, of course. Yeah, for it's sure. Actually the very basics that things that I, I, they're very common, but it's not things that I, I was taught. Right. Mm. So it's just going back to the foundations and really, because once you know the foundations, then you can go a little higher and like do different things like hire out contractors and do different mm. things but without having the fundamentals there you're always going to be somewhat lost. Yeah. It's so fascinating that that was the first um, obstacle that you talked about. Um, and I, I find it interesting that, because yeah, of course, like, but that's like an obstacle that so many people go through and so people can relate to. Um, I want to dive into yeah. your personal feelings during this. And maybe if you felt like you were going to, you were going to give up or maybe you felt like you were so frustrated that um, you know, cause of course, like, of course, investing, I love promoting investing. I mean, yeah. that's what I, we're here to do is I'm here to help people, you know, go to six figures. I can help you get to your first quarter of a million dollars. Like I've got your back there. Right. But we go through things and I think it's really important for us to, to talk about our stories and to talk about, Hey, this is what I was feeling. And I almost gave up, but I didn't because of this. And it's not even business related. It could be like, Oh my gosh, I, you know, whatever it is, but I'd love to dive into, because I do think it's really relatable, um, how, how you were feeling. So you were overwhelmed, right? You were, you were just starting out and you were overwhelmed. Why do you feel like that was a big obstacle? And, and were, were you thinking about just giving up? Were you thinking about just going back to freelancing? Can you tell us more about that experience? Yeah, for sure. So basically what, like, what was going on in my mind is that I'm like, what, like, Basically, it was a, kind of like the blame thing, where it's like, why didn't anyone teach me this in school? Mm. Uh, kind of like going back to like blaming everything, because you're just like, why did I have to pay this amount to learn this? Or why didn't anyone else help me like build this, like help me yeah. build the, the concept, proof of concept, or like offers, or like, why is this just coming in my life right now, where I'm just like, uh. before that, I, I did like, I did two events where I was just like, maybe I should build events to get my name out there. Right. So those are things that you don't know. And you're just like, and then you go into a program where they're like, you're not going to do events. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. You're going to get clients. Okay. So they really tell you like all the things that are messing up, like messing up with your mind kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be doing it and you're going to focus on helping others. So it's really like a program where they're like, you need to be very focused and you need to instead of being scattered brain and thinking like I need to do all this stuff, you have to do right. one thing, you have to do it right. Yeah. And so feel, that's what yeah. Feel, after feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. So um you know I think that a lot of people can relate to that and the whole like what the hell do I even do? And you know, I'm a big yeah. believer and yes, of course we should always be learning. We should always be growing. But most of the time 
we actually know the answer inside. Like we actually know what, what feels good for us and what we should do next. Um, once we, cause once you can learn those things and it's like, it's retapping into like, you are a freaking CEO. Like you are a business owner. And like when you can start shifting into like, I'm a badass because I, because of this, you know? So, um, okay, cool. Why don't you tell us the most exciting thing that you're working on or that's going on in your life right now? Yeah, for sure. So I'm working on a collaborative book for women entrepreneurs right now. And so what it is, is that we are sharing basically women entrepreneurs are sharing their stories, their personal stories, brand story, and they're also sharing their business and strategies so that they can help the next um, set of women who want to get into business but need more guidance yeah. to actually have the information available to them. Like I said, I've read a lot of books and yeah. you need to read so many books to get to something that is really whole and complete. And yeah. so with this is just getting all different like perspectives from different people instead of having only one perspective. Yeah. So it's very unique and also brings a lot of traction for the people in the book as well because it obviously adds a lot of awareness awareness for their business. Yeah. I'm going to be one of the authors in this book, which is super, super exciting. And so who knows, by the time this comes out, the book might be already in the works and available. So obviously we'll drop the link when we can, when we can have that available. Um, I love, love, love this. All right. So why don't you tell people where they can find more of you, especially if they're wanting to write a book and they need all of your good knowledge that's in your brain. Where can people find you? Yeah, for sure. So I'm on all social media platforms. So Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. So basically those are the main platforms they can reach out to there. It's just easy to get a hold of me so they can send me a message. Perfect. Yeah. I have all those links too. So, and then I have your website as well. If people want to check that out, which is so exciting. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Is there anything else last minute that you just feel inspired to say to the audience? Yeah, for sure. So if ever you thought of writing a book, I just want to let you know that that thought is not there by accident. It's actually there because you should, probably be doing like I'll explain one last thing about this book this was a this was a thought in my like this was not meant to be out basically because Mm. what happened is that I was asking a lot of students like what they wanted to do when they were going to graduate and everyone shrugged their shoulders and said they didn't know so it was just like sad and I'm like I don't know either so I'm going to go and get the answers I'm going to go and interview people and get the answers I'm looking for and so that's how I created this book wow that's so cool but you're still right. Isn't that crazy? That's just like a total, I was like, that's a whole other thing we can talk about is like, you know, and I think about that too. I'm like, oh my gosh, why was that? I taught like specific things in the real world in school, you know? And so I'm so with you there, but yeah, it's also, it's very hard. A lot of people just go through school because they think that's what is the next step. And really we should all just be entrepreneurs. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But (laughs) that would be fun. It'd be a fun, fun, crazy world. (laughs) All right. But this has been awesome. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see all of the badass entrepreneurs that write a book with you or even whoever just is called to write a book. It's going to be so fun to see all of them. So thank you for coming on the show today. And yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you. 
I wanted to pop back in at the end of this episode to just kind of bring you up to speed. The book is still not out, but it's in the works. It should be out by the end of this year. And trust me, when I am officially an author, you guys will know about it. I'm sure we'll do some form of celebration. But speaking of celebration, if you are not in my Facebook group right now, Fiercely Unstoppable Entrepreneurs, I invite you to join us. We are doing a huge giveaway and I'm giving away 10 prizes to help you get to 10K cash months, 20K cash months, six-figure years, etc. because I am so dedicated to help you. So I'm so happy you're here and we will celebrate later once the book is officially official. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.